0: What's up? Welcome back to Guitar Blah Blah, the daily podcast for people that just can't shut up about guitar. And if you want even more guitar content, be sure to check out axesandblades.com. So today I have another guitar highlight for you from a builder that we have mentioned in a recent episode, uh, covering some cool builds to follow right now. And this is a good one because the build I talked about there was totally different to this model, which is definitely a better known piece of work from this particular builder and it's one that i'm quite excited to highlight because kind of similar to when we covered the surfer from the gear guitars and when we covered the tweakster from zeal guitars it's an example of a really common body shape but with a builder doing something totally different to it to show why it's worthwhile to still kind of take those classic and traditional body shapes like in those cases they kind of strat and tele style guitars and do something just totally different with it so it's really not like anything you can get even from fender custom shop for example and in today's case it's a single cut guitar but i have to say it's really stretching it to put this in the same archetype or category as you know a les paul or an esp eclipse or anything like that because the carving on this guitar and the shaping of it is really totally different. But if you're going to really roughly hue types of guitars into different ones, it does still vaguely fall into that kind of single cut category. So today we're checking out the Rootster from Hilco Guitars. Now Hilco Guitars are based in Belgium. It's a one man shop and Hilco is really well known and respected in the guitar building world because he has an absolute ton of experience in particular as a guitar tech um he's been touring all around europe and all around the world for a long time working with massive massive bands like massive groups kind of people that sell out huge concert halls and, and stadiums and stuff like that uh which is a great place to learn your trade and hone your craft and cut your teeth he did study luthiery as well before that um really great place to own those skills. As we talked about with Fran from FranFrit Guitars in the two-part interview, who's also worked and still works as a guitar tech, it's a really good combination with being a builder because you basically end up basing your models and your design ideas on the actual needs of artists and guitarists that you're working with. So for example, you're working as a guitar tech, you're going out there on the road with a guy who uses some really nice gear because he's a professional guitar player or she's a professional guitar player and they're finding problems with stuff and that's your whole job as a tech you're basically doing the day-to-day and the maintenance but you're also fixing problems and you come to terms with certain things that the guitarists don't like they are either tonal things or playability things and again they will have really nice instruments they will be out there with usually the best of the best and they'll still be saying you know this is an amazing guitar. But when I'm out on the road, I have to put up with this, this, this and this. And it's this the job of the tech to go, OK, well, here's a fix for this. What about if we change this, change this? And suddenly it plays way better. You know, uh, here's a little quirk of this vintage guitar I've got. I love it. It's my vintage strap. But there's this thing I don't like about it. And also this gets kind of annoying. So I have to end up adding another piece of equipment or doing this to change it. And it's kind of the job of the tech to go, OK, well, let's make that work better for you. Let's make it as perfect as we can i worry about the gear then you can just worry only about playing um and hilco talks about how that's something that definitely inspires his models is his work of learning what artists want you work with artists you work with musicians of the kind of highest level out there on the road and you really get to know what works for them what doesn't and what they need in a guitar that currently isn't something you can get off the shelf and that has formed into uh hilco guitar starting in 2004 based in belgium and building these models, which are, you know, customizable, they do vary a lot, as with any custom hand-built guitars, but that are really based upon what Hilco has learned working with these musicians. And the Rooster's no exception of that. And that's why it's not really that surprising that it is not like any single cut you're going to find out there. So, What do I mean by that? Well, first of all, when you look at it, the shaping is very different from a Les Paul. You've got kind of a a much wider cutaway. It juts out more, almost closer to a 90 degree angle to give you a really wide cutaway. And it has that kind of slightly jagged, slightly boxy uh, retro feel rather than a really curvy feel like you get with a Les Paul. It's also got much more extreme carving on the top, extremely three-dimensional carving on the top. Um which is something that you see really as a sign of the workmanship that's gone into this because these these are hand carved guitars and handmade guitars and takes a lot of work and a lot of skill to be able to get that top looking as three-dimensional as that and as soon as you start looking at the specs if the just the aesthetics of it hasn't convinced you already that this is not like your normal single cut or whatever you want to put it like uh immediately looking at anything on this guitar you realize that one this is different and two there's been a lot of consideration of uh putting different specs on here and exploring different options and this is not someone working from a kind of rule book or a set of ideas about what a guitar has been in the past this is clearly the invention of someone who's brought a hell of a lot of their own experience and unique experience to a guitar and that kind of matches up with the Hilco guitar story So obviously it does vary what you're gonna see from one rootster model to another because these are custom guitars and these are often built to order for musicians, for example. But for example, here's an example of a rootster with Spanish cedar body with a spruce top and it's heavily chambered. I mean Everly chambered that's immediately very cool doesn't have any air holes or anything on it so it's kind of one of these subtly chambered models for weight relief that's one thing the rootster's often a lot less heavy than a single cut guitar would normally be um so it's for weight relief but also for the resonant qualities and stuff it's got that resonant chambering in there which is a very cool quality uh but also spanish cedar spruce top you know almost sounds like we're 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 verging on tonewoods more probably more associated with An acoustic guitar than with a single cut guitar so in terms of feel in terms of tone and in terms of weight as i say completely different Um, which is already straight off the bat different you've got very high quality appointments throughout but really interesting choices here uh some of the pickups can be from um Roger Daguet in France these are handmade pickups made in France uh there's an example of one of the Rootsters with the Moonshiner pickups which are these very cool kind of going vintagey rock and roll pickups but handmade in France totally different sounding to what you're going to get from anywhere else uh sometimes again for keeping the weight down and also having really strong parts that don't necessarily weather and age as much as some of our traditional materials some of the hardware can be made from various kind of aluminium and other metals that are strengthened and made with 3d printing technology so for example the pickup rings the bridge and the tailpiece which are actually some really cool looking again slightly retro vibe very unique looking bridges and tailpieces with some kind of the custom Hilco logo on there for a totally different look as well which is very very cool um kind of blinged out feel to it it's a bit like chunkier than and a lot less subtle than your usual appointments but also again the idea is that these are low weight but also extremely strong um i do know that one of the the ways that some of these tail pieces are made is basically by um, combining Aluminium powder with a laser to produce these extremely, extremely strong but also lightweight parts that are kind of superior in some ways to traditionally machined parts, which is extremely cool. But as they're custom guitars, there is always the offer um, of you can swap out that for a traditional like Tone Pro's bridge. And I, I believe even sometimes that can be done with no extra cost, which is a really cool little feature. So you can kind of customize that on a, on a pre-made model as well, on a pre-specced model, which is really, really good. Um, and again, you get the same thing from like the pickup rings, basically combining different materials. Um, some of the pickup rings are made with this combination of polyamide powder and a small amount of aluminium powder to create this kind of matte finish, but metallic looking Sort of plastic material that is extremely, extremely strong and is not ever going to bend or flex or warp or have any problems or age, even if you're sweating all over the thing. Um, and it even has like a slightly metallic-looking sheen to it. This is obviously someone who's gone out there and found completely unique ways to build that guitar and has started not just from the sake of I want to do something different for the sake of it, but has started from the fact of okay, you can see the idea of I'm working with musicians they're up there under stage lights getting sweat all over these things getting stuff all over these things and you know i've probably all heard stories about musicians having to get uh any kind of metal appointments basically changed out from their guitars all the time and fixed up and cleaned up and and having to be dealt with because stuff gets kind of rough and stuff gets kind of worn and stuff gets kind of you know not just kind of bad looking but actually can get a little rough when it starts to age and weather a lot under that kind of intense use of a professional musician clearly this is the hilco going out there and going right well i want some custom stuff that looks different i'm going for a cooler bolder look so i need to create custom parts and if i need them to be stronger and i need them to have these exact specific qualities i need to look into the manufacturing of these things and we're all used to using very traditionally and similarly machined parts that are made in very similar ways to the ways they have been for a very long time and yet we have all this 3d printing technology we have all these ways that other industries are using to create all these different parts to really fine tune the exact qualities we want, how much, how malleable do we want it to be, how flexible, how resistant to heat, how resistant to sweat and moisture. This is all really possible now, and there's no reason guitar parts should be any different. So it's great to see a build going out there and doing this. Um, I know that Nakuba Guitars at NAMM show earlier this year did also unveil that they had been working with a very particular kind of metal alloy with a company that does, crazy printing of of these kind of materials uh, to also create a bridge that was incredibly strong but lighter than any other much weaker bridge uh, that we've ever seen on a guitar that kind of thing so uh, I love to see guitar builders doing this because they're thinking about what the players need and they're thinking about um, kind of outside the box of how to get it not just okay well you know do I choose nickel or chrome or do I choose this they're really thinking about what else is out there in the manufacturing space? And no doubt going out there and talking to people that were not traditionally associated with guitar making and going, okay, well, how could your technology and your new techniques improve a guitar or add something new to a guitar that players just cannot get off the shelf? That's something that I always bring up in these guitar highlights because like when you heard with the interviews with Fran from Fran Fret, all these builders recognize that there's just amazing guitars you could get off the shelf. There is no point them making... Just a guitar that's basically kind of an ESP or a guitar that's basically kind of an LTD or a schecter or an Epiphone or a Squire or a Fender because those guys are mass manufactured guitars on huge levels, often abroad, and can provide you with all of the things that those guitars provide you with off the shelf, a super low price, convenient, buy from a big box store, easy. And they think that's amazing, but they think if I'm going to spend my life and put all my passion and blood, sweat and tears into building guitars, it better do something different because why would a player come and choose it then? And I think The Rootster is a great example of not only that vein of thinking, but of how a guitar builder can put all of their life's work and experience into making really clever, interesting and informed choices that in the end provide a guitar that is doing something different, that is adding to the industry and that you can't get anywhere else simple as that so just because it's a single cut just because way across the room on a guitar show it looks vaguely single cut like you couldn't be more wrong with the rootster you could not be more wrong this guitar is not like anything you've ever played before unless you happen to own a rootster um and you know i bet listening to this you can think if some of these specs sound familiar to something you've got it's one or two little bits of them this guitar in its whole, all these features brought together make a completely unique machine and it's based on really solid, interesting choices and the experience of an incredibly um, well-rounded and experienced luthier, tech, builder, designer. Super cool stuff. Um, Links to go and check out Hilco Guitars will be in the description as will the music suggestion for today because as much as we blab on about guitars, it's always got to come back to music as I'm saying every single episode. And today I'm suggesting an artist for the third time i've suggested two tracks by this artist because um this artist although they do have a longer history of music which i actually would like to talk about at some point in a future episode uh they began releasing um their own kind of solo stuff this year uh, online and that's when i caught on to it this year and the two tracks they released were fantastic if you've been following this podcast you know them and you've heard me blab on about them and gush about them and you probably hopefully went and checked them out Uh, well they just today released a new album which is really cool because as much as I like to promote a whole bunch of stuff I I don't know I think it's super cool to promote something that literally came out on the day I do the podcast that seems to make sense it makes me feel vaguely professional it creates some sort of facade of this was planned Um, but they have released not just another song but a whole brand new album and it's all brand new stuff which is awesome. Um, really, really, really good. And if you've enjoyed the other two tracks I pointed out, you've got to check this out. If you haven't, if you don't know what I'm talking about, you just got to go and check out this album. Um, so I'm talking about, of course, Heli and his new album. It's just come out today, Mentemengit 2020. I'm not even going to tell you anything about it. I've already blabbed on about his music for probably a whole episode's worth at this point, if you stick it all together. you just got to go check out this album, Link to it in the description of this podcast just go in there and check it out you're gonna love it you're gonna love it for the guitar work you're gonna love it for the production which he has a big hand in uh all the different instrumentation coming together it's fantastic it's really really good so go and check that out go and check out Hillco guitars go and play a bunch of guitar take care of yourselves take care of one another and i will catch you tomorrow <laughs>